Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Jock Time AFL podcast for round 8, 2022. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who is disappointed. His night out with the West Coast Eagles went public. It is Adam Rosenbachs. Uh, g'day, Michael. G'day, junk timers. Uh, start off with a little bit of disappointment this week. You know, you, uh, the, the football season's a long one, Michael. The players, they need time away from the game. They need yep. to rest their weary minds, get their, you know, just get their head out of the game. All they think is analysis. They're watching behind the goals vision. They're thinking about what's going on in the game. They need time to just set that. Some of these guys, they're just, they're such deep thinkers, Michael. They just need a night away from it. And so I said to seven West Coast Eagles players, I said, fellas, boys, let's go to the Hip E Lounge in uh, Leaderville in Perth, right? Now, I, you know I love my Perth night hot spots. And I said, let's go out. And they said, Rosie, uh, what about COVID? I said, mate, don't worry, man. It's fucking one. It doesn't really exist. And the numbers that the government are bringing to us are fake. Yep. So let's just get out amongst it, right? And also, young people don't really get it that badly. So they're going to be fine. They're not no, like, no. you know, if, if they're bringing their parents or their grandparents, I'd be like, well, maybe do a wrap. But I just saw it. We're in a, we went to uh, the Hippie Lounge in Leaderville, and we went to their super spread of Sunday, right? So I said, boys, come along. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun, right? And I said, and they, were worried. they said, but Rosie, what if Simo fucking catches us? We're going to get in trouble because, you know, uh, COVID's rampant over here. We've already got uh, 172 top-up players who've already played with the club this year. We can't actually field a full team. And I said, don't worry, no one's going to know about it. Now, the thing that I forgot, you know me when I, I have a couple of drinks, I just get, I get a bit forgetful. Yep. So... I organised uh, Kiss Cam with some of the players. I had oh. the uh, find a West Coast player and win a hundred dollars. Oh no! Um, I had West Coast uh, Bongo Cam with a West Coast player, where you pretended to play a West Coast player as the Bongo. No. And I know, and it turns out the uh, the the Hip E Lounge is very big on social media, which I didn't realise, and it all went fucking wild. And I'm very. I'm, I'm just disappointed that it got out there. I mean, this this works in the club's favour, and I think a little bit of a kickback towards us for bringing some high-profile people into the club would be nice. Bit of a drink card couldn't hurt us. But all of a sudden, now we're in charge. We're the bad guys. You were doing the right thing. I'm actually currently mm. on the uh, Hippie Club uh, website. Hippie Club. Sorry, I got it wrong. Hippie yes. Club, yeah. That, you know what, Michael? As they say, bringing retro back. Oh, that's actually what I was going to say because it's a... Uh, it actually looks pretty run down. So, like, okay, so if they've got a theme to it, like it is a retro thing, yeah, it does look mm. a little bit like uh, kind of what what would you call it, 80s or 90s nightclub? Early 90s, yeah. Like, yeah. I thought, so I you thought might... maybe it was something a bit more flashy and new and modern. Oh, no, no. It's, it's, it's your cool. See, that's what I mean. It's an escape. So these boys are just walking in and going, Oh, what's this? This is I don't know any, you know. Wow, this is like it's like the kind of place that Carl Langren would have gone to back in the Premiership <laughs> years. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So here oh, we go. What's that song? What's this? So Chumbawamba uh, tub thumping. What's that song? And then yeah. they sing along. They forget that they're West Coast Eagles players for a bit. They forget they got beaten by 109 points by Richmond at their home deck and a, a complete yeah. embarrassment to the league. They uh, they get to just for a moment just live as a normal. Uh, COVID-infected person does. Now, if you look at the website of the Hippie Club, they uh, mm. on Tuesdays they have uh, Perth's best and longest-running student backpacker night. Uh, uh, student backpacker and industry. So what I love 
is that you might have your students there, you might have your backpackers there, but an old bloke like me can rock in and go, <laughs> oh, mate, mate I, I work the bar at a, at a, at a pub in fucking uh, Claremont. I'm a wedding like, DJ. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. They're like, oh, fuck, and now we're going to let him in. <laughs> and they play groo- they groovy retro, old school hits, and the latest tunes. Well, that's pretty much defines like music from, from now to yeah. when it was born. Yeah, are, are you retro or not? Well, that's, that's mean, the thing. Come, pick a lane, hippie club. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I don't like about it. That, that, I was getting angry when we were there. <laughs> you heard a song past 1990 and you're just like, come on, guys. You had a chat to yeah, the manager. shut it down. Come yeah, on. I'm, I'm just there berating the DJ. What the <laughs> fuck are you doing, mate? What are you playing REM for? This came out in 94. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, Fridays, they have flashback Fridays from 10 p.m. Oh. till late. Now, Free do entry they all mean, night. Fuck, that is good. That's good value, isn't it? Free entry. And do they mean flashback with the music or flashback like they give you some acid and then the rest of the night you're just going, fucking hell. That's a good I've question. Just gone they have a, they, well, because they're, they're retro, they have a, um, they have a room in the, in the um, venue that is a replica of the, um, the jungle in Vietnam. So you go in there. <laughs> <laughs> you go in there and you kind of, they have a few things you've got to avoid. And then you yeah, come right. out and then you have the flashback. <laughs> yeah, so they have Flashback Fridays and PTSD Tuesdays. Yeah. <laughs> so they got DJ E Funk on a Friday. Hey, good work. E Funk. He does good work. On a yeah. Friday. Yeah, yeah, he does good work. I mean, th- oh, tough, man. tough to get E Funk on a Friday. I can tell you. He's how the man. did they get E Funk? <laughs> I mean, we try to get E Funk for our live shows. Yeah, no, he's impossible. Well, because because we say, mate, uh, we do a live show on a Sunday. He's like, oh, I haven't recovered, mate. The the E Funk, he needs four days recovery. Uh, and then on Sunday night they have yeah no Saturday night it's more just uh, what do you mm. call that uh, move your feet to old school beats nine yeah. p.m. till late so they're kind of going retro f- going retro retro apart from maybe Tuesday when they have the latest tunes well they throw in the latest tunes so it's a bit of retro you know it's all those songs that just get you on the dance floor you might hear a little bit of Jackson 5 or you know a can you feel it or something like that and you know the songs that everybody knows and then they throw in a fucking you know what they throw in a new one and then they just go they can just pick all the old blokes just standing there going what's this song and they go all right mate fucking out you get you know actually we talked about last week uh we put a call out to our Perth and Adelaide listeners if uh they wanted to let us know if we w- they wanted us to do a live show oh, over there. Okay, I'm hearing. I'm hearing what. <laughs> and we did get a lot of feedback, guys. So I reckon we're going to do it at some stage. Um, but I have a feeling like maybe Hippie Club uh, could turn out to be a nice little venue for our for this particular live show by the fact that caters to well and retro. Like you know, we, we talk to retro retro people on the pod. Um, All right, so what about if we did a live show slash you and I hit the decks afterwards? Yep, with DJ E-Funk. Yeah, absolutely. We'd probably interview DJ E-Funk That's actually a good point. I'd like to get to know the real DJ (laughs) (laughs) E-Funk. And not just the man behind the decks. Yeah, you know, I just kind of want to find out what what if if E-Funk, you know, Mm. took his hands off off the vinyl for a moment. You know? Yeah. What would those hands tell us? Well, what I want to know is, like, you call yourself a DJ, but everything's basically digital now, uh, E-Funk. So, technically, you press and play on one, and then you're fading into the next. Mr. Funk, respond. (laughs) I'm looking now at the the Hippie Club Facebook uh, page. Mm. This is a podcast about football, by the way, guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't say like the most attractive crowd, like nice and nice, but not 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 the nightclubby kind of. You having a, you having a crack? You having a crack at the the hippie club a patronage? Little bit, a little bit. I maybe I expect. No, it's not a Northridge kind of crowd. I reckon not a not a. I don't know if Metro is still open, but not that kind of crowd. Except well, maybe these are a bit more discerning and less likely. You, to, right. you know. Double drop, right. uh, double drop a couple of caps before they head in. That's and that's your Northbridge kind of thing. And you know what I, I think though, Michael. I know the Eagles are getting in trouble here for being at the nightclub, but is it? It's, I think it's just nice that a West Coast Eagles player is at a nightclub and isn't flatlining. I think we've got to look. <laughs> yeah, sure. You've got to look at the positives, the progress that the West Coast Eagles have made. 
I mean, there was a time when, like, mm. they were witnessing shootings. So <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> we got to be happy that that's they've right. just got a quiet night away. Two, not uh, you know, there were seven players, and two of them didn't get in a fight in a stairwell and rolled down it, and one of them broke their arm. I mean, this is absolute progress for the West Coast Eagles, and I think people are overlooking the <laughs> the the leaps and bounds that they've come along in. <laughs> At no stage did any of the players have to swim across the Swan River. <laughs> <laughs> So come on, come on! It's a win-win. You've done yeah. well. Uh, so there, there, there was seven. There were two originally, and then it, be, it turned out that there were seven of them there because uh, I think two of them were were in photos that maybe ended up on the Facebook page or oh, on okay. the Instagram page, and that's how they got done. But also, they reckon uh, they could tell that they were West Coast Eagles because they every time someone passed them a drink, they dropped it, they fumbled it, and dropped it. Perfect. And also. One of them went to pick up and missed his target by 20 metres. So they just went, yeah. oh, he must play for West Coast. So, Sure. So do you reckon the original two that got found out, do you reckon they then ratted out the other five? No, I don't believe they did. I think yeah, they, they were kind of like, they, they came played forward. quiet. So then, then you just wonder whether the other five were either go, do we fucking hold our nerve and pretend we weren't there? Or do we go up to Simo and go, hey, Simo, mate, it was... It was um, yeah. Uh, what is it? It was old school beats. On It was move your feet to old school beats. Oh, and Simo and would goes, have been, hey, hey, guys, I forgive everything. I understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You talk lo- to DJ oh, E. It. Funk. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose often, often it's the kind of the cover-up that's worse than the actual uh, crime. So I think you're probably best to come forward in that situation. And also, if the two of them are getting in trouble for it and they're you know, ranting and raving about them, you kind of go. I feel bad. They're taking that heat. I've got to. I've got to take that heat as well. Yeah, I think. I think if you're a good teammate, you do come forward. But fuck, if you think you can get away with it, you also stay really fucking quiet, don't you? Well, that's the thing. Like, if you ever get in tr- proper trouble, and I did it as well, like I'm cutting you fucking loose in a second, mate. Now I'm just reading a little bit more about the venue because we can't move on uh, before we've milked this one dry. But it says the club's interior is moulded into a colourful neon kaleidoscope with murals, three-dimensional colour explosions, vibrant hieroglyphics and multiple imaging screens decorating the walls. So if you ask me, I think it sounds like a bit of like a, a 70s hippie club i know it's called the hip e club yeah. but i think they're going more 70s i think they're going way earlier than we um thought because it says the dance floor features an old volkswagen combi van which functions as the dj booth where dj e funk can be found playing the hits from the last three decades DJ e well funk. that takes us to the 90s what do you pick a fucking lane again and also you know i've got a feeling that that uh volkswagen combi van which functions as a dj booth where DJ E-Funk can be found playing the hits from the last three decades. I think that also doubles as DJ E-Funk's house when he is not <laughs> playing <laughs> when he is not playing uh, hits from the last three decades. I reckon he just uh, drives it out the front, drives it into the car park, fucking... Brrr. I think you're right. I think Cheers they are going for the like a more of a 70s kind of vibe because the, the combi van feels to be like a very 70s That's thing. 70s. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. maybe they're going seventies look, nineties musicy feel, nineties and two thousands and two thousands and tens, which is again where the flashback occurs, and you're like, I don't know what's going on, man. It's all fucking coming back at me, bro. Here we go. So they have a dress code. Got to have a dress code, mate. This the hippie club. The hippie club has a dress code. That's really. That, I find that quite strange. Um, we respect which is? individuality and encourage it. However. We expect all patrons to incorporate class, effort, and style into their presentation. Hello, Hippie Club. Gee, you're demanding. Yeah, like, your name's Hippie. If you know what a fucking hippie looks like... Free love, man. That is none of what you just asked for. It's not like the uh, Summer of 69 that I remember. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, what are you doing, you fucking narcs? I mean, is it free love or not? Uh, The following attire is considered unacceptable in capitals at all times and does not... It's fucking Adam Simpson fucking running this club. Um, (laughs) Does not meet the minimum presentation standards required to gain entry at the hippie club. Okay, hippie club. Let me let me see what you got here. Torn, scruffy, or soiled clothing. Oh, so you you're telling me that I can't shit my pants 
and then going to the hippie club. I mean, what kind of fucking venue is this? I mean, that's your thing. That's your thing in Melbourne. That's oh, what dude, you're known mate. for. <laughs> mate, everyone knows I go for a curry and then just go straight to the club. I mean, it's not... The night hasn't begun until you shut your pants, until you've pulled a uh, Engadine McDonald's. Exactly. <laughs> you've gone to ScoMo. Also, uh, the Torn and Scruffy, I, I reckon they've, I, I reckon they're very lenient on this. I'm not sticking. I want to know how hard they're policing this kind of stuff. I'm going to go. Torn is a big call by the fact that, um, you know, the ripped jeans, like that's a big thing. Ripped jeans, man. You know. Ripped jeans. Yeah. Very popular. Very popular. Uh, a tie with offensive design words, a di- offensive designs, and insignias. No fight brands referencing yeah. to ga- gangs and or alcohol. So okay, I no. can't wear my VB singlet into the hippie club. Is that what I'm fucking hearing? I think you can. I think you can't. Sorry, yeah, and you can't wear those t-shirts that you got from your uh, great grandfather that he gave to you um, from his wartime <laughs> era. <laughs> Can't wear them. And no fight, no fight. Okay, so no, no alcohol brand. So I can't, I can't come straight back from Bali and get off the plane in my fucking um, bin tan singlet and go straight into the hippie club. I got to fucking put a polo shirt over the top of that that I bought that I bartered down to a dollar eighty five. What would you call a fight brand though? Like, like a like a UFC t shirt or something, or like yeah, probably is it that uh, brand like Tap Out or something like that, like okay. some sort of or like well, you know, what about Everlast? Because Everlast is a fight brand. So does that mean I can't wear an Everlast t shirt? People go, mate, you're going to start fights. You know how to box? Well, yeah, go, well, reference to true. gang. So is that a bikey thing? Are they concerned about bikies getting about? Like oh, so you can't if you're patched. You you just got your fucking patch. And you want to go celebrate with a bit of a boogie, and you're not allowed to do that. Yeah, you want to, you know, you want to run over there. You go, fuck, you get your initiation, whatever. Yeah, they burn whatever toe off your foot, you know, and they will shake your hand and blah blah blah. Yep. And you yep. go, wait, I mean, I've got to go. Oh, this is amazing. Who am I going to tell first? I'm going to tell DJ Evang. <laughs> Better go to the hippie lounge. <laughs> I've grew up with the bloke. I love the bloke. Yeah, he's my best friend. <laughs> uh, he would. Okay, so no. Sports athletic gym wear, active wear, track pants, board shorts, and sporting guernseys are not permitted. So Exemptions okay. may apply, it says. Yeah. So okay. obviously these seven West Coast blokes rocked up and they're like, oh, you can't, oh, you West Coast Eagles players? Absolutely. In you come, boys. Get amongst it. Yeah, so it's like don't wear the Eagles jumper to the club after the game, but also. No, but you can. It says exemptions, mate. So you're allowed to. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I would take it to the High Court personally, immediately. Yeah. Like, you know, You'll like that. We need to challenge this. You can wear skate shoes, sneakers, runners. I think a lot of people can no, wear No, you can't. You can't no, no, wear well, skate shoes. But they are, they are, these are the exemptions. No, 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 no. These are banned. These are banned. You're, you've, you've skipped okay. over the list. These are okay. banned, man. No, no, there's a, there's a column there, though. Oh, okay, yeah, no, okay. Skate shoes, sneakers, runners. Okay, can't wear that. So that Still, means basically you can't wear you can't wear any type of runner, really, because everything is like a skate shoe or a sneaker. That means they're saying you have to wear like a boot or a dress shoe. Yeah, yeah, you can't wear steel cap boots and thongs. I don't know how you wear them both at the same time, but that's okay. Uh, and then you so can't what? They're, what I'm hearing though is it seems like they don't want a lot of fifos straight off the fucking plane. I was about to think that as well. So what are they looking at? They're looking at people who don't wear sneakers, looking at people who don't wear steel cap boots. So looking for in between. So it, does that kind of imply like quite you know, young-ish and then yep. old-ish? Um, for guys, you, but you wear can't jeans. wear hats. Hang you on, you hats. can't wear hats, including caps. caps and beanies. I'm You've got to be able think, to wear a hat. I'm beginning to think maybe we don't have a live show here because, I mean, these kind of restrictions, I don't know. How, what am I going to wear? <laughs> what am I going to wear, Adam? Oh, I remember we, it was at a, oh, we booked the venue and we dress in everything oh. you're not allowed to, to wear. And it's yeah. fucking, we're going to fight for our it's, rights. We're going to show up to the on, club. Yeah. We book it. We paid for it. They're going to say, hey, you can't come in here wearing a Hawthorne jumper with one thong yeah. on one foot, a steel cap boot on the other foot, a, yeah. a cap, a beanie, and a hat, <laughs> and torn and a shoes. And, and a Comtero's patch on your Hawthorne jumper. <laughs> and you've shat your pants and you've sewed your clothing. <laughs> yeah. oh, and we're like, hey, we're, we're doing the show, mate. Just walk yeah. ro- right on by. We own this place. So you've got to wear jeans or better. Mm. 
And then it's a dress or denim shorts and only allowed. Well, actually, I don't. No. Oh, okay. Denim shorts, you're not allowed. You shouldn't be wearing it as, as a person at all at any time. <laughs> uh, fashionable t shirts or better. Enclosed shoes are advisable. Dre- okay. And then for women, uh, flats, heels, fashion canvas shoes, and boots are preferred. They've fucking got pretty strict rules. I wonder how closely they enforce these rules. Well, I mean, you, if you look at those photos, I'm going to say not very. Well, yeah, I, I kind of feel like it's not a particularly large club. Like, it doesn't appear to be particularly large. Like, you'd, you'd, you'd want, you know, if you're a nightclub, and they may not be opening opening up every night of the week, and they're not yeah. in the heart of it. They're in Leaderville. Like, I mean, Northbridge is yes. the heart of it. You'd be kind of going, you know, take what you can get, hey? Well, it also says known members of outlaw gangs, drug dealers, aggressive, violent or intoxicated persons are unable to uh, enter either. Well, then what's the point? I mean, come on. Going. <laughs> yeah, I know. What is happening? How did those... If I'm going out yeah, that's the Perth, reason the West Coast. That's the reason the West Coast Eagles players got busted. They were the only seven in there. If I'm going to Perth and going out on a Saturday night, the only reason I'm going out is because I want to mm. see what happens when you get a room full of outlaw gangs, drug dealers, yep. aggressive, violent, intoxicated persons. Yeah. Hippie club. You're letting yourselves down. Um, do you think we should talk footy for the first time in 20 minutes? That's <laughs> <laughs> not a bad idea. You know who would, you know who would straighten up the hippie club? Mm-hmm. North Melbourne's David Noble. He yep. is a man who is not afraid to say what's on his mind and then walk it back three days later. Yeah, sure. So apparently he teed off at the club after round three when they lost to Brisbane by 100 points, if, they, if I remember correctly. Yes, so he they lost by 108 points. It was absolute uh, shambles of a game. They put in no effort and he tore strips off the players straight after the game. And then apparently he went away and thought about it for three days and then came back to the players and said, hey, I realised that I went a little bit too hard on you all. Like I just – and so it's, it's been interesting, the f- kind of reaction to that from a lot of, you know, uh, ex-players saying, well, this is a modern game, you can't talk to people like that. But then they're yep. like, well, if it wasn't personal, then maybe they needed to hear it and he shouldn't have to apologise and has he lost them now because he apologised? You go, well, yeah. we can do whatever we want because he's not going to yell at us again. Where do you stand on that, Michael, question without notice? Um, I actually think it's quite um, mature of him to acknowledge his mistake and come back and uh, and uh, apologise for it. Mm. But at the same time... Uh, I'd hate to see sprays go out of football. Now, the modern coach these days, they're going, you know, oh, you don't really do the spray anymore because, like, you know, people are different. But, like, what what are we going to do? What are we going to be talking about in 20 years' time? What are footballers yeah. going to be talking about in 20 years' time, particularly in our live shows? If we can't yeah. ask them questions about the sprays they got from coaches, like, if, I, think, I think actually for our show, we need to keep this kind of coaching going alive by the fact that, what are they going to talk about in the future? And we'll make and when we're doing you know reunion shows at Hippie Club, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right, that's right. But also too, like a good someone snapping, I think bonds people as a society. So when someone's going berserk on the train or on the bus or whatever, and you see someone's filmed it, you know, someone's kicking off at Kmart or whatever, yeah, everyone gets around it and goes. Mate, they've fucking lost their mind. Come check this out. You know, when, when that kid snapped at school, it was like, come and fucking have a look at it. He's lost his fucking shit. <laughs> when a chef when a chef goes berserk, when someone just has enough and goes crazy. Yeah. Like, that is what the North players will bond over over the next couple of weeks. They'll be like, remember that time Noble said you were a fucking hopeless dad and a shit husband? And you go, yeah, that was brutal, but fucking hell, he went hard. And you're kind of like, it, it actually is more galvanising than he realises. And then also, if you think about it this way, for the North Melbourne players, you know, let's look at the reality, guys. You've only got to get through like another 14 weeks and then you'll get a new coach. So don't worry about it. Be fine. That's right. If you're a member, if you're a member of North Melbourne, right, and you realise that you're in a rebuild and your team's going to be shit for uh, a couple of years, that's the way it's going to be, you know, you... You, you're asking for a priority pick, but you gave away Brent, Bounce, uh, Brent Brown to the eventual Premier, so how's Get Fucks out? <laughs> so, if you're a supporter of 
North Melbourne, you're one of their members. If they filmed that spray and you got to watch, so you're sitting back, right? You're yep. with you're you're watching that game and like quarter time, you're like, this is fucking terrible. Yeah. But then they send you after the game, they go, here's this spray from our coach, and you are like, yes, yes, I'm all in on that. And here's, I'm going to pay for another membership that I won't use, but it doesn't matter. Here's some more money for the club because I am seeing someone fucking with passion at my club. Yeah. That actually has a bit of merit, actually. Like, at least someone actually does care, you know. How do you think it, how the logic, though, when you talk about former players talking about it, but um, the logic that he might have lost the players by the fact he apologised. That, fi- that, stri- that strikes me very strange. If I would imagine, like, I feel like I've sometimes said something maybe a bit harder than I actually meant and then gone back to the person later and said, I apologise for that. Like, I I didn't actually mean what my words came out as. Like, Have you ever snapped? I've never seen you snap. You're very calm. Snapped. Uh, no, I don't think so. And snapped, and snapped and gone on a tirade. I don't reckon I've ever gone on a tirade. Like, I'll get angry and be like, you'll think a couple of words and be like, I'm not, uh, fuck it. And just, like, it'll be like a, a, like a white hot, you know, 10 second fuck oh that's bullshit yeah, whatever sure, but then sure but to, like it's a, i've never been involved in a sustained tirade like that, that, yeah. that it, that's incredible yeah. to me to be able yeah, to do yeah. that that's a skill i've kicked a lot of elevators in my time like it's a private <laughs> area so you kind of go into an elevator and this can often not be even directed at people like you know just like just like ah, oh, you know the world it's fucking annoying yeah and um I reckon you could f- probably find my shoe mark in a lot of elevators at the ABC, like in Melbourne and Sydney. <laughs> do you do you know? Do you look around first before you do it to see if there is CCTV in there before you do it? I actually do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, of course you do. Of course you do. And now you know which ones do and do not, and so you yeah. go, yeah, fuck it, I'm gonna. I'm yeah, gonna for boot sure, this. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they have CCTV in my um, uh, building in um, Sydney. So, like, do you uh, get it? Do you go into like? Do you pay eight dollars to go to the Sky Deck at Eureka Tower and say, oh, "I would like to go uh, in the lift by myself"? If that's possible. <laughs> well, got, no, like, actually, you know the problem like, is, is that their lift is really fucking quick. Like, you mean you go up eighty floors or whatever, but like you actually dart up it really quickly, so you can't. Yeah, but you, you still got you still got longer than normal. You still got like forty seconds of fucking yeah, back fucking bang, back kick, front kick, oh, side maybe, kick. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Spinning maybe. Spinning yeah, punch, punch the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah you got a bit more time. Or you know, go to a Rialto, go go to a high tower that just doesn't have, you know, a fast moving deck thing. Do you think though, like, um, when you do that, uh, I'm trying to think of other contexts of life where you can do that tirade, like. I suppose it'd be like a parent yelling at kids, like you know, when they eventually parents are kids, teachers at students. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think like in the workplace, like I've never seen something like that. But like also like how appropriate. Oh no, I, I saw a uh, a a bake a pretty good bake at ABC one day. So there was an incident that happened, and one of our bosses came in and gave a bit of a spray. Kind of across across the team, but it was very pointed at the people who caused the issue that caused the greater concern for the show. Yeah, sure, gotcha. And and there was quite uh, a good spray. When are you gonna? Are you now gonna tell that story <laughs> on air? I don't believe I can. But the best thing was, so we went into this meeting room, and I was behind the person giving a spray. And it was fantastic because I could just sit back and be like, "Oh, uh, I'm not, I'm not in the eye line here. This is fucking great." <laughs> and the two people who were the issue of it were sitting further down the table, it was like a long boardroom table, and I was just watching those two just fucking like go, "Oh, this is pretty much directed at us." It was fucking awesome. I wish I'd recorded it. It, it was great. Wait, I think I are you talking about the thing? I I was there too. Yeah, absolutely, you were there. <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! I felt horrible for the people by the fact that I was like that could have been anybody. Like, oh, absolutely! No, I, I felt horrible, but I knew innocent. it wasn't me. I knew it wasn't me, so I was just like, oh, I can, I can sit back and enjoy this. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, and and yeah, anyway, we we get into the weeds now. But um, look, people in TV can do some fucking weird things and feel like they've got to fucking. Yes. 
grab a bunch of Speaking of odd things that happen in the workplace, so Collingwood has come under a little bit of uh, a little bit more, um, what would you call it? Mm, under the microscope, even more for their for their culture that has gone down since they've you know since they did their report and came out their do better report, and it since came out during the week that a an assistant coach used a pornographic image in a team meeting to get across Dude. Uh, something that they wanted to do in during the game. So basically. And it, this was this was reported in a Herald Sun report, so we're not being lewd. We're not or being salacious. Like we're not being salacious. We're not. We're just reciting it. So it was a photograph of, say, four men in a state of extreme happiness, and they were at the happiest bit of their happiness, and They'd everyone been to was happy. Hippie club. Yeah, and had a great night out, and the four of them thought that they'd be happy together, and the uh, assistant coach popped that up in the meeting and Dude. said, this represents what we need to do in the next game, um, which is an interesting analogy to draw in the workplace. I can't. I can't. No. And so that basically was untouched um, for eight years and then it got revealed this week that that incident occurred. And no one at Collingwood batted an eyelid. They're like, oh, yeah, the old, uh, the old explosion. You know what I find fascinating, though, like, like the idea that... Mm. What, eight years ago, 2014. Like, yeah, we're not talking about like you know, 1972. You know, like we're talking about like yeah, no, I know. modern I know. era, like of you know, oh yeah, I'm a coach. You know, I'm getting paid multiple hundreds of grand. Uh, I'm just gonna <laughs> yeah. show this to on the meeting and just think about that, and like everything's gonna be fine. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'd actually love to know who that coach was, and actually, Harry surely, <laughs> surely that's coming out soon. Yeah. And you'd be shaking in your boots. Actually, in terms of that, the image, like a coach showed it, now people mm. are fishing around for that name. Now you'd be worried. Like that's like um, a bit like the Eagles players who hadn't been found out by Simpson. Like, oh, yep. do I come yep. forward to submit it? Yep. Um, Is he burning laptops? Are their hard drives currently being smashed? <laughs> Is he burying what, like, things what, in the what backyard? They, uh, I want to know. Yeah, what were they? What were they trying to get across? Were they doing? Was there, he te- teaching the team to do the old reach around? Like, what were they? What were the Collingwood players being expressed? You know, being told to do. Hey, what about a Patreon, Adam? Oh, okay. So um, we're going to move on from the Collingwood. Thing. I think we'll move okay, on by probably, the fact. You know, probably you know, a good idea. Because you know, John Thomas, thank, thank, thank you so much. We love so much that you uh, hit us up on our Patreon. It's very kind of you. Um, we're keeping the lights on, Adam. We're keeping the lights on. We really are here at Wayne Jackson Studios. You know, running costs are fucking very expensive these days. So everyone who supported us on our Patreon, we do thank you from the bottom of our hearts. It does mean a lot. We do appreciate it, and it keeps us going during the year. So thank you so much for everything you've done for us over the last few years as well, especially being in lockdowns and not being able to do proper live shows. It's just been great. So if you can support us, we do appreciate it, and thank you so much. And, of course... It is available at patreon.com slash junktimeaflpod is where you can find us. So thank you very much. And what about, okay, what about this, Michael? Like, we we love the listeners that we have, right? We, we think you guys are great and we love the interaction. We love everything you give us. We're going to have footballs in real life very shortly. But how about if you have a friend out there, some fool in your life who is a big footy fan, but somehow doesn't listen to the Junk Time AFL podcast, how about every Junk Timer out there goes and finds a friend and tells them about the potty? How about that? Yeah, let's call this a super spreader event. You know, if the Junk yes. Timer's out there, if you want to, because they say if you if you have one uh, infected person, like they can spread it to like 10 infected, to, to infect 10 people. So why don't, yeah. Junk Timer's out there. In, mm. in the celebration, let's make this, let's make Junk Time infectious. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Spread let's make us the let's make us the Omicron of podcasts over the yeah, next couple sure. of weeks. Uh, actually, that would be a great thing if one day Junk Time became mm. so synonymous, but with a new variant, they began calling it the Junk Time variant <laughs> because the people demanded it. Yes. So Junk Time is yeah. If you could do that, if you could spread the word, um, 
on trams, public transport, trains, buses, wherever you are. If yep. you see a footy fan and you, you know, say someone's got the transistor at the footy, knock it out of their hands, stomp on it, <laughs> say you should be listening to the Junk Time AFL podcast. You, you fucking know what you fork. should do? All the Junk Time is mm. out there on the trams, trains, buses, all around yeah. the country, all around the world. I reckon you want to be that person. You know when that, that person plays music on their phone, like on speaker, yeah. and Absolutely. it's never good stuff. Um, but no. you want them to, we want people playing our podcast on speaker, yeah. on public transport all around the world and on, on, on planes as well. Oh, I mean, planes. Absolutely. Planes. <laughs> and you know what? If you're on a flight, say from Melbourne to Sydney and you're reclining your seat all the way back as you're listening to your phone out loud, you will be the most popular person on that flight <laughs> by a fucking mile. Get on board, Junk Times, and make sure you're pissed when you're bored. The only time, I remember, I think it was about Halloween last year. I might have told this on the show, I can't remember. But I remember, like, uh, Halloween last year, I was on a tram and there was a bunch of young people, because I'm allowed to say mm. that. I think they're about 17. I, don't, I actually don't even think they're 18, but they were dressed up, going to a Halloween party or some kind of event. And they were playing music on their phones. And normally that would make infuriate me. But also, yep. this time, they were fucking bangers. It was just like hit after hit. And I was like, really? I like you kids. I want to come to the party. They said, get away from me, <laughs> old man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there was like, I love it when, I love it when people are playing music on public transport. Like, there was one dude like last year. And playing just rap, but like, you know, the kind of rap with lots of F's and C's and yep, words yep. like that. It's like 10 a.m. on a Sunday morning. The tram's <laughs> still pretty full. And I'm just yep. like going, who is going to be the person to tell this dude to yep. shut the fuck, shut yep. that shit down? And also, you. while at the same time analyzing how many knives does he have in his back pocket? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And but so I found you it got so off the tram. Funny. You got off the tram and hopped in a lift and kicked the living fuck out of that <laughs> lift and then went back about your day. Hey, yeah, so Junk Times, if you could do that, we would really appreciate it. It would be great to get the numbers up a little bit more. And again, thank you for supporting uh, the Patreon. But, hey, how's this? Before we get to footballers in real life, I was watching the footy on Saturday, the Richmond and uh, Collingwood game. Now, I, I love Fox footy. I love everything that they do. Yeah, for sure. I think... You tell me if this is a little bit early. They were running the live ladder really? on, in round eight. <laughs> they were running a live ladder because Richmond was in front of Collingwood. And, you know, they did they did it pretty, like, in a canter in the end. And I think it was about either quarter time or during the second quarter, they ran the live ladder to show that Richmond had were in the eight. So, basically, not even on percentage. Richmond, if they won, were just going to be in the eight. Going to be in. And yeah, you I'm just look at it. I'm looking right now. Richmond on 116.5, Collingwood on 104.9. So it's really just like who got the points. It wasn't like, you know, they needed to yeah. kick another two goals to get ahead like that St Kilda but also, final round in 08. You've gone, I reckon, 13 rounds too early on the live ladder. Like, I reckon <laughs> most Richmond supporters, even if they're really invested in being in the eight at the end of the season, which is, you know, uh, three months away, they could have waited till Monday to find out whether or not they're in the eight, you know? I just reckon they're going, oh, fuck, get the live ladder up. People need to know. Hey, uh, footballers in real life, do you think? From Nicholas, during the summer uni break, I was working part-time at a school supply shop in the southern suburbs of Perth. Hey, Nicholas, have you ever been to a little place called <laughs> Actually, that during the... Oh, summer uni break, yeah. So actually, school supplies actually would be pretty full on in that kind of January month. So like, you know, not not like a little cushy, you know, cushy nine to five would get a bit of an extra scratch. Like actually, it would be pick, picking up in that kind of January month. Do you remember having to do that? Every year you'd go in and you'd pick up your, your English book, your maths book, your like... We had uh, our... What, we had a butler who would go... No, um, <laughs> um, no I remember like um, going... The, the uniform thing, like... Yeah, so we went to a place called Beard Brothers in uh, Keeler Road in Nidri. That's where we got our shit. Beard from. Brothers. Yeah. And so the uniform thing, like, there are kind of a couple of shops where... You know, or did where you get tailored? Did you go in and the man would measure you up and... I mean, it'd be a three-month process. <laughs> yeah, circumference of your head for your stupid fucking boater hat. I, um... Uh, and then th you got to go and watch. You go went to go and watch the children who weave that fucking <laughs> boat hat for you. 
I got to, I got actually uh, that, uh, it was a special treat. If you paid extra, you got to hit one of them with a cane. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine that happening. No, but there was um there were a couple of shops like that sold uniforms for a bunch of schools around the area, and um yep. and if you went there like, let's say school starts on you know I don't know Feb one whatever, like yeah. if you went there like Feb uh, January thirty one. Like it was like the um the Maya Boxing Day sales. Like it was just like Yeah, right. Like right. everyone just there fucking trying to grab everything, like, you know, shop assistants like yeah, just yeah. throwing shirts over three car rows. Is, <laughs> car parks is full of BMWs and Audis. <laughs> mummy, mummy, my, my purple blazer. It's it's not it's not double breasted, mummy. Um <laughs> Uh, Did you have the option of double-breasted blazers, or are they always single-breasted? Just because it's less buttons to rip off, or also a double is like you're a fucking old motherfucker. Uh, yeah, double-breasted is like when it goes like over the further to your hip, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know if there was an option, but I imagine not. But yeah, it's a shame. You're painting my life a little bit differently than it actually was, by the way. Can I just put that out there? Can I really just put that out there? Sure. Sure. Did you wear shorts and long socks? <laughs> uh, yeah, but only up halfway my thigh. But that was only on the weekends when I was working <laughs> the pole. Yep, yep. From Nicholas, okay. Okay, we go back to Nicholas. Yeah, Let's worry about Nicholas. Nicholas. Working. Yep. Uh, worked at school supplies in the southern suburbs of Perth. Uh, when who should come in but none other than my favourite uh, Eagles player and club legend, Josh Kennedy. Oh, Carlton superstar. Uh, he was with his two daughters, no doubt getting them ready for the school year. And although he was wearing a mask, uh, the beard and build of the man was unmistakable. Furthermore, I noticed when he drove into the car park that the license plate of his ute made reference to the Northampton Football Club in Geraldton, where I grew up. He was one of the last customers for, for the day, perhaps a wise strategy move on his part to avoid crowds. Actually, well done, JK. That's actually not a bad yeah, idea. He's a smart man. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to serve him, but there were other people. As there were other people at the counter, but it was honour to be in the presence of the great man. He seems like a really good bloke, Josh Kennedy. I think he, you know the players seem to love him. I think everyone, you know, obviously we missed him dearly at Carlton, but he just seems like that kind of bloke that you go, yeah, he's the kind of person you want in your footy club. Well, I feel like Josh Kennedy owns a betting shop. Or Is that a, right? A, I feel like it's a betting shop. Oh no. Oh no, this is horrible what news. Uh, from 2015, West Coast power forward Josh Kennedy has all but cleared his slate of day-to-day commitments to fully concentrate on people on football. The spearhead pulled out of his bed shed franchise. Oh, so he's he had a he had a shop called bed shed. Bed shed. And now he, he pulled and he out, got of out of it seven years Fuck. ago so we could focus on football. Well, I mean, you know, you look at how the Eagles are gone when he pulled out of the bedshed. They made a grand final and lost it. And then three years later, they win a premiership. So any aspiring premiership winners out there, get out of whatever fucking franchise you're in and focus on your football. Uh, okay, here's a, here's a uh, thing via Twitter from someone who wanted to be called Deep Throat. <clears throat> yep. This is not a reference to Collingwood. Hey boys, uh, not a football in real life, but thought it, this would be this would interest you, given Rosie spoke about the sexy new screens at Marvel. Yep, yep, you went there last week. Uh, I did. When I, I went was to there the pies, when I went to the pies Saints in round one, I wondered where the Coventry and Lockett end signs are. I assumed they were behind the screens. Thought they could have, which is an excellent question. It is an excellent question because that is. Showing respect to two of the greats of our game, which are now not visible. Well, I actually do think about that. Like, uh, if if someone said to me, like, which end is Coventry and which one's Lockhart, I couldn't tell you. Uh, but also, I don't go to Marvel a great deal by the fact that, you know, Hawthorne plays there, like, maybe three times a year. Yeah, and it's too far. Uh, too far is a bit rich. I assumed they were behind the screens. Uh, thought they could have put them above or below and covering them was a bit disrespectful to the all-time goal-kicking legends. I recently caught up with someone in the know, and he asked someone who oversaw... <laughs> well, it's like, a, it's like this, like, a mate of a mate of a mate. 
I caught up with someone in the know, and he and they asked someone who oversaw the who oversaw the screens go in and said, when asked, where do the signs go? And their unceremonious answer was in the skip. No. I could not believe this. Where's the respect? Absolutely. Where is the fucking respect? Surely put them in the Australian Sports Museum, in brackets, even if that's that the G, or do something with them. I don't want this being tracked back to me, so feel free to refer to me as Deep Throat. Deep Throat, yes. Of course, anyone who doesn't know who's not our age, uh, Deep Throat was uh, infamous in the Watergate scandal, uh, giving all the information. That is unbelievable. Like, of all the things, one, like it says here from Deep Throat, it could have been uh, below the screens. They could have moved it. They could have put it somewhere in the ground. I feel like you could have put it somewhere. Like, even, like, put it, maybe I haven't seen the actual things in the flesh, but, like, put it, hang it off the, the bottom of the screen or... Yeah, I reckon you might start to block people's Sight vision, lines. even though that's it's never been a fucking issue at Marvel before. Or even put it on maybe maybe do you put it on the um on the boundary line Outside. like behind the goals, like on the ground, like in that little you know on they've got the um. Oh yeah, you're losing valuable advertising space there, Michael. Oh, but also, you know, you know where the okay, um, not on the boundary, but you know where we first spotted the Matani sign. Yeah, at the. At what was Footy Park? We'll you do know, it so second it's like level. The bottom yeah. of, bottom of the second level on top of the first. Yeah, put yeah. it there. Like yeah. it easily could be there, and it's better than a fucking sexy screen. I can see why Gil's leaving now. Actually, after that embarrassment, like I mean, that kind of stuff's not on. Also, too, you know, I reckon whoever picked up that skip has now got these two enormous fucking. <laughs> Coventry and Lockett signs in his shed. But how cool would it be though if you'd actually if you did pick out that uh, pick up that skip like and you got the signs and you attached them to your house. So like fuck yeah. <laughs> it's like and you're talking to your kid you're like, "Hey uh hey Adam, can you grab a can from the um from the <laughs> fridge?" It's like, "Oh, where 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 is it?" It's Which like oh, it's near the Coventry end. <laughs> <laughs> I'll meet you at the Coventry end, dad. <laughs> Uh, from Larry. Uh, firstly, an old episode, Good and Toast When, uh, had you two talking about Rotty, as in Rottenest Island. Now, no one yes. hates the Palmy Palmer debate more than me, but it's Rotto. Not Rotty. What would I say? I think we said Rotto. We definitely said Rotto. I stand Island. by that. I'd say Rotto, yeah. Uh, yeah. Some episodes only called Rotto uh, and not even Rottenest by locals or visitors alike. And you also, oh wait, I feel, I feel attacked here. You were also questioned <laughs> <laughs> what it was there for. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. We were wondering, like, you know, what do you do on Roto? Yeah. Um, uh, uh, it's a freaking island. It's there. It wasn't built for purpose. <laughs> God made it. <laughs> so maybe we went to kind of like, what do you do on Roto Island? Uh, Roddy? No, Roto? Roto Island. Roto. And, um, and Fucking hell. Larry's kicked off. We, I don't think uh, footballs in real life has ever turned into an attack on us. <laughs> but I like it. Yeah, I think it's just there to have, you know, you go, you wander around and, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, God moves in mysterious ways. He does. Uh, secondly, football in real life. Uh, way back in uh, 2005, I was watching a finals match between Port Adelaide and someone on a Saturday afternoon in Aussie bar in Singapore. Now, if I think about 2005, I think you're playing the Eagles. No, Port Adelaide? No, I think... Uh, fi- oh, finals. God. I was thinking prelims. Anyway, move on. Here comes rain, man. The uh, the bar was in an establishment colloquially known as Four Floors of uh, Ladies Who Do Things. No, you're allowed to say this. It's the name of... The, it's, I, you know what? I actually heard this used yesterday. Um, it was... <laughs> Yeah, we're well, hanging out with Dennis Committee. Uh, four Floors of Whores. <laughs> yes. Uh, AKA Orchard Towers. Uh, electric st- electrical stores and tailors by day. Den of Iniquity by night. Uh, but the like Aussie... There you go. Yeah, a bit of Shakespeare about him. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, the Aussie bar, 4-2, uh, two, two, had the footy on. So I would go there often, and on this particular day, I walked yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, where are you going to watch footy? Oh, I'm just <laughs> going to floor two to watch the footy. Sure. Port Adelaide, and who are they playing? Uh, someone? Yeah, <laughs> good. You enjoy your footy, Larry. Go back yeah, to Rotto, right. mate. 
<laughs> it's very funny. Yeah, it's like you know, I just you know, I just yeah, I just go to the strip club. But look, it, mm. it's really they make a really good porterhouse. I just want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm there for the chat. Um, uh, but anyway, uh, so I'd go there often. This particular day, in walked about ten or so very fit backpacker types, looking like looking for a light refreshment and a footy score. The leader of the pack, a strapping lad in any light, not only asked me for the score, but a synopsis of the game thus far. I turned to give him my thoughts, and lo and behold, Simon Black in shorts and a singlet. He was happy Whoa. with my three-quarter report, thanked me, and was on his way with his m- nine mates soon after. I'm not even sure they bought a beer, and looked like they were mid-hike, which is odd, given it was Orchard Road, the busiest in Singapore on a Saturday. Days later... It may have been two. He was on TV and a tux getting Brownlow votes galore, but definitely not the year he won. And Great then, story, Larry, and thank you for sitting on that for 17 years. Well, that there's a very alluring kind of uh, teaser to this one as well. And it says, yeah. thirdly, another day. So, Larry, you're sitting on something. Yeah. You're sitting on it something. Good. Hey, yeah. we, we've, we've redacted stuff before. We don't need names. We can, I mean, we'll give us names yeah. and then we redact yeah. it for the audience. <laughs> <laughs> and then for yeah. the right amount, we'll tell these stories, you know. But, uh, right. but yeah, feel free to uh, send through the uh, your fir- the third tailed Larry. I think we better hit the road. We are jumped on my pod at Gmail, Twitter, Facebook, and the gram. Go. Go Blues. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.